remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get to hit me with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Yo, 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 what's good out there, good people? We are back. Yes, it is us, your favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast. As always, you got me, you got Cannon. You already know it's your boy Hill. Hill gonna heal regardless, baby. Let's get it. You got AJ, surviving Cardi B Williams. Oh, man, surviving Cardi B. (laughs) (laughs) It's Saturday, March 30th, 2019. Shout out to A5. Hey, Char today. Well, you already know you can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weave. We on Facebook, Three Man Weave. Instagram, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. RP, my guy, Tech Nine. Everybody mm. that knows me. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm a huge battle rap fan. That was a tough, tough loss for the culture. You know what I'm saying? My thoughts and condolences go out to his family. Definitely. And let's get it. Man, it was a tough one for me, but yeah, yeah, and, and just for um, the music industry as a whole, you know, they show love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's many different components to hip hop, man. I, maybe not a lot of other music scenes, but hip hop, you definitely got different components that make up the whole thing, and the battle rap scene is a big portion of what the hip hop at its core really stands for you know um you got the dj you also got mainstream i think it all works together and like you said i was i was touched by how mainstream artists who may have never even worked with tech you know was at least giving him his props and his respect as an artist um and just for what he's done for the culture man that's a major loss major loss to the hip-hop community because at the end of the day it's it's all it's all a part of the culture it's all part of the craft it may not be, you know, sitting in the studio putting together songs, hooks, and everything like that, but it's still a skill. It's still a part of the, you know, the the hip hop community. So, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's all one man, and it's still a tough loss, you know. It's it, it's a part. Technology is a part of the fabric of battle rap, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. and that's tough. They got a little trash card out here in Tampa, but it was not <sighs> man. <laughs> Yeah, that card. And, um, they, I mean, sometimes you gotta have a throwaway card, you know, because the next card following that is a big one, you know. They, you know, what I'm saying they, they still on their traveling wave, you know. But yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you can't just. I'm, I'm, I'm still disappointed. Once you travel, you shouldn't be throwing, you know, doing throwaway cards when you travel because a lot of people exactly. get, a lot of people don't get to see you. And they've been in Florida a while, but I mean, now they're doing a real open event in Florida, and now suddenly you're giving them only three good battles and like, yeah. you know. I mean, but I'm gonna watch them. So they make. <laughs> hey, sometimes they 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 surprise you. Those be the ones that surprise you. Definitely. Well, because I don't think this one, the one here, is it's not pay per view, is it? So you gotta wait. I'm yeah. I don't I don't see them promoting the pay per view, but 
It may be pay per view. It may not. It, that's just how. But that's how bad. I know I'm not getting this one. If it is, I know I'm gonna get every other pay per view. But I'm yeah. I'm definitely not. I'm saving my money on this one. I completely understand that. Oh, hey. you know what's crazy? I ain't mean to cut you off. You know my. You know my first battle seeing live was was Tech Nine. Word. In Richmond when he battled. Oh Jim. yeah. That was that crazy. Was yeah, that was crazy. So. Dang. Yeah, another salute to Tech. Yeah, definitely. That's probably what got you sold on. On it, huh? He was one oh, of nah, the that... ones. No, he. I mean, he was one of the ones. I mean, it was it was battles before that, mm-hmm. but like when I like when he brought the comedy aspect to it, and like, but he was still looking at you dead serious. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I, <laughs> I can do this. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he one of the ones that you know was influenced. You know, yeah. absolutely. Hey, so um, are we worried about Duke? I mean, they they getting bailed out by uh, everybody at B Dubs hitting the overtime, but. <laughs> I'm just I mean, I didn't pick Duke, and I didn't pick Duke to win. So, I'm not worried at all. You should well, be I worried picked, though. For what? I picked. They. I mean. For what? They. Two they, games they, in a row, and, and his teams are only going to get better. Yeah, but these are two lesser teams. That's for real. For let's be honest. That's that's, that's taking them to the wire. March Madness. I expect every game that Duke plays in from here on out to go to the wire. I have the utmost confidence in how Duke performs under pressure than anybody else left in the tournament, which is why I'm currently number three in the three-man weave tournament. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But now I do, I do take, for, for them for them boys to be so young and for them to be so resilient at a young age. They freshmen. And, and they showing me, they are showing me something. But like I said, you ain't only, you only gonna dodge but so many bullets. I ain't you know? worried. That's what I'm saying. So like, personally, I feel as, as teams like Virginia Tech, is a good team, but they've been without one of their best players all season long. But they still, you know, persevered. They still made it to the tournament. If if big seven foot six Taco Fall had like one more minute in the game, it's a lot of ifs going on. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of ifs that you gonna you gonna run out of these sooner or later. It's not that many games left. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, you got it. you got you got it, brother. Let's let's cross that when it happens. Let's talk about what's what's. What is happening? Michigan's gone. Let's talk about Absolutely. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Michigan's definitely gone. Coming from hey. my guys, we win it. You feel me? Hey, my okay. my team's still in there. Yeah, they are. Gonzaga uh, you know looking say, good yeah, too. Yeah, get Michigan up out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AJ, hey, President I, I I could be wrong. I I admit when I'm wrong. You and know, that, you know what I'm saying? That's that's another point, right? You know, that's a good point. I mean, hey, it's nothing wrong, but I mean, you was wrong. Yeah. I messed Bro, up. every. Everybody technically wrong because ain't nobody got a perfect bracket. I mean, yeah, your championship winner may still be in it right now, but hey, you know what? It's all good, baby. There I was mean, one dude out there that had a perfect bracket going into the Sweet Sixteen. My bracket was awful. I'm middle of the pack, though. I'm still, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, you still in there? We got a lot of people, and especially if yeah. Gonzaga wins, you probably will win it. But it, but there's a few others. Yeah, there's somebody, got, yeah, yeah. I, there's a couple others that's right there. Of, we got a lot of people in that bracket, bro. And, and we want to thank everybody who came out to actually join the bracket. Uh, we got, you know, the, the hoodie and the gift card for the winner and uh, a thumbs up for everybody else. Thank you. <laughs> I want to see if they could keep that same energy when we um do the fantasy football again on um, leave. 
this year. Oh, I fantasy, hope, I hope fantasy so, football league. Oh, it's gonna, it's so, gonna be the, it's gonna be the select few, the few, the okay. proud, the marines type. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's only gonna be a select few that's gonna get it on this fantasy oh. football league, and it's gonna be a cash only league. So you got to pay to play, baby. Yes, sir. But you know what? It's a lot of knowledgeable uh, viewers out there, man. When I'm just looking at their brackets, looking at uh, so many different. There's so many different scenarios when you start with 64 teams, man. So many people got close brackets, but they just won two games different, and that could change the whole thing. So there's a lot of good um, knowledgeable viewers out there. I was impressed. Of course I was wrong. What the, You know, so I was like, it's going to be a choke type of tournament. It kind of was at first. But that's what I, I mean. It's kind of, it's, it's really ain't had that many upsets. Yeah. Like, once we got to like, the, you know what I'm saying, the three and the threes yeah. and the twos, like, okay. That's, that's technically chalks. Yeah, yeah, so. It's, it's been a good. It's been a good March Madness. It's it's it hasn't been that exciting as like other like buzzer beaters and 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 all that. But it's been good, solid basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Good, you know, what I'm saying runs. You know, what I'm saying people coming back from behind. People people winning. Like it's been a good, solid March Madness. It didn't disappoint. Let's just say that that Tennessee game was a classic, man. Yeah, golly. I can agree with that. You know, sometimes people just start getting hot, man. They get hot, and there ain't nothing you can do. Klein, man. Did That's they get robbed? Whew, there were some questionable calls, but you know what my coach always told me? If you if the game is close enough to be in a referee's hands, that's on that's on you as a player. You know, I've always hated that saying. I, I, I hate it, it. That way, but, I, it, but it, let's let's th- just think about it. Because sometimes you just gonna be in a close game, like you can't help it. Hey. Don't let it be close. If you do everything that your coach teaches you, <laughs> that that's why they say it. But what's the other the team doing everything that coach it. teach them too? That's what I'm saying. Like just yeah. because we like, yeah, like okay, <laughs> sometimes just two teams is playing yeah. good, man. Yeah, so you're what? Absolutely right. Like, and that's I hate the, that. that's the rare occasion, man. And, and that might have been the case because even when Klein got hot, I mean, whew, uh, what's my guy name from uh, Tennessee? Uh, can't remember his name, but uh, he's the Admiral star. Schofield. Yeah, Admiral. Schofield. Man, he yeah. got hot, and he was struggling in the first half, but he got hot, and he was he did, he ain't hit as many as Klein, but he hit enough to keep his team in the game. Man, it was just amazing just to see that back and forth. You know what? All the marbles on the line. Yeah. Whew. That's like, yeah, that's good. Everybody punching, mm-hmm. swinging, just swinging and going for it. Mm-hmm. Well, you would have called that foul at the end, though. You would have called like personally. It's just say just personally no. you. No, I would not. That three point for the three yeah. point, absolutely not. I would not but have was called it, that. Okay, you wouldn't have called it, but was it a foul? I mean, technically, whatever they say. No, 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 no I'm talking about I, to no, me. It was you. not a foul. Okay, to me, it was not. AJ, what I, would you have done? I don't think so. To me, if you gonna call it with eight minutes left in the <laughs> second quarter, you gotta call it with one point four seconds left. In I, the I respect that, but do so, they call that? Would I have called that? I think so. Then, I think they would have. I think I they would have called it. I kind of think you had to call it. He did. He he sold it. He definitely sold it. I mean, he, illegally. I mean, you know, he swung his leg out. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to do that. But like I said, he he sold. How many it. Play, how many players do that? And they like you, they time. know you're not supposed to do yeah. it, but they still do it anyway. So that's yeah. that's my point. With I think they would have called that in you know the second quarter. So and I think fair. you got to call got to call it at the end of the game. That's what I'm saying. The fact that he actually sold it, I would have had to you know. I would have had to make that call. It just, I mean, you you out here, you, you sold it. And it, yeah. it, it, and it, I mean, it was a foul. It looked like a foul. You sold it. I would have had to call it. And Even though I hate, I hate it being in the referee's hand at the end of the game. I hate it. I hate too. it. I, I hate it. Yeah. But. 
I might would have had to make that call. And Sorry. even though with me picking, I, I picked Tennessee to win that game. But you know what? I was not upset. At first, I was going to be upset because I had text um, Hill during the game. And they were getting blown out by 18, man. Mm-hmm. And it was the second half. And I said, bro, like, this is Rick Barnes. I, I, I said, I. I do not think that Rick Barnes is going to go out like this. And as soon as I said that, he got out of character for a top coach. He called his starting point guard to the uh, sideline, and he chewed him out on national TV. And then he uh, he called Schofield over after he got a foul, and he chewed him out, and he sat both of them on the bench for like a minute or two and then brought him back in, and that's when the run started. And so I, I just want to applaud those guys at Tennessee for one not folding because so many other teams, we down 18, they could have packed it in and gave it up. And they did take the lead with under two minutes left. You know, they just unfortunately couldn't keep it because Purdue, you know, they earned that win. Yeah, Like you said, just great basketball. They earned I can't take nothing away. To me, it was just a classic Sweet 16 game, man. Yeah. Can't really argue with this, with this, with, with, with this March Madness, like I said, giving a solid basketball, you know, I'm I'm loving the coverage. I agree. You know, I'm just still, you know, waiting on football though. Spring, <laughs> yeah, I mean, spring, football. <laughs> spring, spring games are around the corner. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm waiting, man. I'm college excited. College football. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. College, oh, I'm, everything. I'm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, every everything. Yeah, you, know, you know, uh, if, for all you, um, you know, three man we fans out there, I just want to let you know I am going to be a Chiefs fan for this year coming up. <laughs> I am no longer accepting heartbreak. I am, you know. I'm growing up. <laughs> I'm taking control of my emotions and my life and my pain, and I'm rolling with my with my guy Patrick Mahomes just to have a little fun. You know, I want to have some fun <laughs> during football season. I'm not really trying to be depressed and sad and under <laughs> and, and just confused about what's going on in, with, with 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 my team. So, yeah, we're going with the Chiefs, man. It's gonna give me some excitement this year. Man, you know, I'm still you know I'm still riding with my boys, and I'm loving the off season that they're doing. Oh, Finally, for it's been a while. Since they had, they really got me optimistic. Like they really got me optimistic on our next season. So yeah, so I, I'll probably be heartbroken. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I so just, let me ask y'all this: I don't like no other team, so I just can't. You know, I mean, I, feel I just, I even, I don't even like my team right now. But it's just, like, <laughs> I just don't have no other options, man. Yeah, I did. I haven't. But see, the thing is, I haven't liked my team for about like five years now. So it's just like I don't really know. What else to do? I, I've tried, I've tried, and I've tried, and I've tried. I'm like a, a battered and beaten woman. I just, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm feeling like Tina in the back of the limo right now. I'm fighting back. There you I'm go. Fighting back. You know there you mean? go. Hey, but so with Gronk leaving the Patriots, do y'all think like where y'all think Gronk rank? Y'all think Gronk is the the go. greatest tight end ever? Whoa, no, not hell. Hell no. I said I hell want, no. Yeah, I want to choke, yeah, okay. I want to choke no. me up. <laughs> he's not okay. even better. He's nowhere near better than uh, Tony G. And I don't even know if Tony G is the best ever. He's the best well, of our, one of the best I'm, of our I, time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tony Gonzalez as, yeah, the, I as, definitely as, got, tight, as a tight end coach. I got Tony Gonzalez number one tight end. I have Shannon Sharp as the number two tight end. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, see, when, the, when all right, we talking about the greatest of all time or we just talking about it was like, like Brent like, Jones. Greatest, greatest of all time at Nova that. Check. There was a lot so, of tight ends before our time. So can we say that Rob Gronkowski was better than Antonio Gates? I don't know, man. You feel what I'm saying? Gates still doing it, man. And he ain't got the Super Bowls. He ain't got the hardware. But just down in, down out, 
Whew. See, that was that was my that was my argument. You know, Gates a Hall of Fame a while ago that some like with when you got twenty two other people you got to rely on, it's not always about the rings. Yeah, just because definitely, it's like the talent, like the talent, just be like just off of pure talent. Yeah, you have the rings and you played on better teams. But every like to get those like everything has to go right. Not go just right. Yep. not just not just you being able to take over a game. Everything else got to go right. You got other people that you got to rely on. So I mean, Tony Gonzalez don't got the rings, and he 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 the best. Yeah, and, and you know what I mean. Like, and I get what you're saying with Sterling Sharp. I mean, Shannon, Shannon Sharp. Sharp yeah. yeah, but yeah, I gotta I gotta go with Gates too because yeah. Gates at, at one point in time, like you were going like it was like Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. You had to like you didn't know if you were gonna put a DB on them, yeah, or a linebacker on them. They they brought they brought the the athletic tight end for real for real into the fold. Yes, I mean Shannon Sharp was an anomaly because he was he was balling, but as far as just like when the the NFL opened up and really expanded to, to be a passing league, those two were were the pioneers. I'll say at the position that not only could run block. But you really had to game plan, and they were, like, they were that offensive focus. Let's not let's not forget about our old heads who listen to us, and let's not forget Tyler Winslow, Winslow Senior. I seen the, yeah, I seen the highlights. And, yeah, and, and Eric, Eric Coriel, he's one of those first Antonio Gates type tight ends who could just go and get it and yeah. block as well. So let's. I'm not. I don't think he's the greatest, but I just wanted to give him recognition when we talking about top tight ends of all time. You know him. You know Ozzy Newsom. You know mm-hmm. Mike Decker. You know stuff like that. Like people like those. Like I mean, I seen highlights. You know what I'm saying? I got to go off what people said about them because you know I wasn't. I was young. I, well, I wasn't even born yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For some of them, you know. But Gronk, what what holds me back is like putting them in like goat status or top five status is. Longevity plays a whole plays heavy I, for me. Me too. Thank you, because I, I was really trying to wow. get into that. So it's like, and, so I remember one time we had a personal conversation, me and you, AJ, and I was like, "Yo, Jason Witten is top five all time," and you was like, "Yo, like he's nah, he's not top five all time." I'm like, yo, he withstand. He was in the mix of all these tight ends, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, ain't never fold. Yeah. And he was an old vintage tight end, even in the modern day era, era when people, when tight ends basically was coming another receiver, and you know what I'm saying, he never folded, and and he had the longevity, and he got the stats to back it up. So when it comes, like I said, I hold longevity when when we have any goat, when we have any goat discussion discussion on any sport, longevity plays a lot for you. You know, so with me, and <laughs> even what what Grant did nine years. Nine years, I think. And missed one, missed one off. He missed the whole season, right, one time off of injury. But I don't think that count towards his years of playing. I think they just count his years okay. that he did play. Yeah, um, and, and 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 you know, like I said, we di- we differed on that on that uh, argument. But it just, it, like I said, it for all of us, we have different criteria. We weigh things differently. So yes, we will come up with different lists. But as far as Gronk. He was he was a game changer. He was definitely, definitely. a game. He was definitely yeah. a game changer. But I also think that there are other factors that really played into his success as well. And so that's why it's just, hmm, you know, I can't necessarily say he's the goat. The fact, I mean, well, I'm not going to penalize him for playing with Brady. I mean, I'm I don't not I'm him. not going to imply not. that what what you were doing. 
No, 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 no. I, I didn't necessarily say he, it was with he, Brady. He, he, he didn't. He yeah, I'm not going to. But I, I'm just saying there's other factors that play into it as far as I will say his coaching that allowed him. Like yeah. I, that's where I was going necessarily to, okay. play, to say okay. you played under Bill Belichick for your whole career. Is it, give a whole give a whole lot of players under Bill Belichick. They gonna have some. They are going to have those rings to go along with their numbers. I, I mean, mean, we it just he knows how to utilize the best player on the field. I think Gronk was just that generational talent that would have went that would have fit in ev- everywhere. Like you six seven, he, he was he was fast and he went to go get it. Man. He was big, like he was athletic. He was not know, waiting for it to drop down so, to him. I think in any system he would have been, you know what I'm saying, he would have fit, he would have he would have worked, he would have been Gronk. His numbers would have been the same numbers. You know what I'm saying? He might not have had no rings, let's say, but But you know what? He could have been. Gronk had a lot of injuries, man. And to still be on yeah. the field as much as he was with all of those injuries in nine years, that's pretty impressive because a lesser person yeah. with that with that forearm injury, they would have that would have been career ending. Yeah. But even last year, he was a shell of himself. Yeah, definitely a shell of himself. But then when the, when the bright lights was and on. And it's time. Because Super yeah. Bowl, he won, he he played a, a big part for yes, them he, in that yes, Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Even, I mean, even when, they played the, um, when they played the Chiefs, yeah. they went to Gronk. It was, hey, it's money time, baby. So And he does not drop when it's money time. I'll put, like I said, I mean, I ain't going to argue. He's a Hall of Famer if we uh, I don't know if any of y'all argue that, but I'm not arguing like you said, top five. I don't know if I can put him in the top five. Yeah, I, that's that's that was my point. I never with my initial question, I had never said is Gronk a Hall of Famer. I asked is he's the greatest tight end of all time, and I just couldn't go there. And you know, and I, I see how people can make that argument, but just personally, nah, he's yeah. not it. So, but we, that's my that's just my personal opinion. We y'all want to we y'all want to weave to next. We want to be serious, or we want to be serious. Well, what, what you, you got, got Hill? What you got, Hill? I only thing I had was a um was a fan question from one of our viewers. Let's go ahead. Let's get to it. Um, let's get to it. All right, let me find this. See if we could, if I could read it direct. And it's it's from one of our fans that we hear over and over. But you know, it's not my fault. We tell y'all. Hill tells y'all every, every episode. Time, every time, hit us up. How to get in contact with us? And, and we we get a lot of stuff from Dave the Crusher, and we get a lot of stuff from Nigel. Um, so you know, if they if they if they want stuff answered, we gonna yeah. answer it. Yep. So Nigel, uh, here for the people, baby. You know, he uh he sent the questions to all of us, but I'm specifically gonna read the question that he wrote for me. Okay. Says to Cannon, can the Brooklyn Nets parentheses, who are mirroring the L.A. Clippers in a two-team city, can they pass the Knicks and become a more attractive place to play over the next few years? And that's a very, very good question. I want to shout out to you for that question because that question really got the wheels turning in my brain. Um, I had to break it down into two parts um, Uh because – the Knick, the Knicks are a historic franchise, um, and the Nets got some history too, going back to you know being in New Jersey and all of that. Jersey, but uh, historically they cannot hold a candle to the Knicks. Um, just that's the mecca of basketball. So I don't know if historically and their branding of the Nets can be bigger than the Knicks, but I do believe that they can become a more attractive destination, you know, 
just because they are a young team. They are, you know, the East is wide open right now. Well, not necessarily wide open because they're wide open. Uh, Where? They, I mean, yeah. but the Bucks, you know, they they controlling it. But I'm just saying, but if well, you can bring one or two big more pieces and bring to the core that they already got there, I don't see why other people wouldn't want to flock there if their contracts were up, you know, and they're looking for a place to maybe go and make a run for a championship, you know. Plus, so, it's a place where you won't have to hop on anyone else's coattails. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you want to go and get up with KD to win the ring or if you want to team up with Brian to win the ring or you know what they're all going to say. They're going to say you had to create that. But I feel like if you go – to the Nets to do it, and you're able to do it, like when Kerry Kittles and Kid and them tried to do it, mm-hmm. I feel like you will get that respect, man. And I think that we respect Kerry Kittles and that squad, even though they didn't get it done. That was a good Nets squad. It was yeah. a great Nets squad, man. And so I think it can become very attractive, Nigel, to answer your question, but just with the historic hugeness of the Knicks franchise, I just don't think they could compare, you know, if they are to get into it. So personally, I want to say they can come like, they can be like, honestly, they are the more attractive destination than the Knicks already. Just because as a franchise, I would much rather want to go to the Nets than play for the Knicks. Me too. Can can they be the, the focal point of New York basketball as far as a fan base? No, just because the Knicks are the Knicks, no matter how bad. Yep. Knicks fans are always going to be delusional because they're yeah. always going to say, "Oh, but next year yeah. we're going to get we're going to get KD or we're going to get Kyrie." They betray- they thought they was going to get Jordan, they thought they was going to get LeBron. <laughs> and yeah. so at Everybody. the end of the day, Knicks fans they always going to hold out hope because that's just what Knicks fans do. They're they're that delusional fan base and I'm not saying that as a bad thing because there are plenty of, you know, these big market teams and these fan bases who just expect that Okay, because we're this big name, we're always going to get this person. So that's why they'll never lose their fans, regardless of, you know, Dolan crashing the ship. They're always <laughs> going to keep their fans there because it's always that hope. Like, well, we the Knicks. Why aren't we going to be good? Yeah. And so that's why I'll say as far as a fan base, they won't. But just as far as basketball, you know, on the court business, I already think that the Nets are in a, a much better destination for free agents I, because I agree with you you're, 100%. you're still in New York, you're still in Brooklyn, you have numerous resources, and you have a better team. And, obvi- and, and obviously, it looks like ownership looks like they knows what they're doing way more than what they're doing in uh, in, in the Garden. <laughs> Same with you know, that's why the Clippers will never, as far as a fan base, Clippers will never run LA because it, like it's a Lakers city. Facts. Facts. I mean, it wasn't nothing. That I had to argue about that one. All My right. thing is though, it's like it's 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 it all comes down to is it a basketball decision or is something else decision? Like you're trying to deal with other endeavors, you're trying to use this market to use you know saying elevate your businesses and you know branch off to other things. Then of course you're gonna go to the Knicks. They're, because it's the brand. Yeah, it's, it's the brand. brand. Yeah. It's yeah. a brand. But if you strictly what was the movie uh, with Whoopi Goldberg that had Eddie? You ain't never seen no movie about the uh, net. Yeah, that's. I think. Oh, it was what was called Eddie? You did. One. Yes, you did. It was called but, uh, Common. Yeah, and Common was out there. Yeah. But he broke. He 
towards ACL. He won't really hoop it for real, for real. Nah, he had nah, he came back. He came yeah, back. Yeah, she, yeah, back. she yeah. got him right. He was with, and he left his girl, and he, yeah, it was a good, good movie. Yo. I'm not, I'm not. Next well, movie. Well, yeah, out here. Well, so the next guy movie. Who did he leave for Queen Latifah? He left um, Paula Patton. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm never doing that. I don't know what type of movie that was. I don't, yeah, whoever wrote that. She wrote it. That's what that's what, She wrote right, that. Right. I'm doing you know I, whatever Paula Patton wants. We doing lines in the bathroom, whatever. whatever. Oh, sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, so I would go you, you to gonna be, you gonna have the Knicks. You album like Robin Thicke. That's what you could be doing. Lost without you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Cannon. I know I'm embarrassing you. Nah, you're not embarrassing me, man. But no, nah, but like I said, it's all it got. If it's basketball, why wouldn't you? You don't need nothing else. But they don't. The Nets don't need nothing else but you. If I'm a superstar, yeah, exactly. Yep. And once and I don't understand me personally. I don't understand why couldn't you do your other business endeavors, you know what I'm saying, use their brand. It's still a New York market. Why couldn't you do both in Brooklyn? I mean, you can. But you can, you but just, know, just having that jersey on. Yeah, when, when, when they roll out, when New York comes to market you and they sell that to you, and that's one of the things that's important to you, like AJ said, I just feel like their presentation is going to be a little bit better than the next one if it comes to getting your other businesses and your brand out there. Because that's what they do, and that's they have the biggest market. Even though, yeah, the Nets have access to the same market, but it's like they're almost a subset of that market because that it truly is that market truly does belong to the Giants and the Knicks out there. Yeah, because yeah, Jets don't get no love. So while while we on like New York branding <laughs> business, so what do y'all feel about Cardi B's comments as far as that's what I was. Drugging gentlemen. I mean, are we aware that? Okay, let's 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 be let's put on our big boy pants, yo. Uh-huh. Are we aware that double standards exist? Absolutely. Yes. So what are we talking about here? Like, what are we talking about here? Two, not, wrong, the, two wrongs don't make it right. First of all, when you was dealing with Cardi, you was already doing something illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's that you took her out the club. You, you took her out the club, you and you know what was you know, yeah, you know, you knew what, what you knew what you was already doing. You were soliciting sex. That's I illegal. That's I prostitution. respect her for being honest about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it I'm like I'm like say because you, hey. you know what strippers have been doing this forever. For yep. But yeah. Cardi was the one who really just broke out and really started doing this. You know how many like dudes strippers got killed for trying to run up in their crib and stuff like that, setting yeah. them up. So not only just drugging them and robbing them, there's been strippers out there who've gotten people killed, murdered. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah. But you, the, but my thing, you knew what you were, you, it's a gamble. You yeah. knew what you were getting yourself into. This is wrong, I'm brother. Not, exactly. I'm not leaving the club with no squirt. Ah, You're not leaving. I mean. I'm not. I don't, yeah. but, uh, but also, <laughs> I've never, I've never had the, the, the funds to actually do that. I would go, <laughs> I wait, whenever and I went to the stadium, do, I'm, I'm eating the wings. skeptical. I'm eating the wings and I'm sitting in the corner yeah. and I'm just going to drink my Jameson. I'm only going to buy one because I can't afford it at regular price. So I'm not really about to be the one that's bringing those strippers out. And they're not like, really looking at me anyway because <laughs> I ain't really about to be spending on them that much. Anyway. But, but think about... I, but, I had to say, have y'all seen Cardi dance in that Please Me video? I feel you. Risking it all. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is... Think about why you, think about why you other. Think they was letting her drug her. They, you know what I'm saying? They knew. They, 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 they ain't got a drug. Drug me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but think about I other. Get I get it. Think about other transactions that other illegal transactions that some people may other may may deal with. Say if somebody goes to the drug house 
And yeah. they going if you, they you, you, you are you, you know are liable to get robbed, my yes, brother, or killed in it. Yes, and I, you're going to make a purchase. These, these things happen. They don't the, have to be a real business. It's not Walmart. They yeah, can like, say, yeah. take your money. Take and your say, money. And say yeah. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's so the chance. That's the chance that you can take. But you're so already do doing something illegal. Sorry, go ahead. But yeah, go how ahead. do y'all? How do y'all feel about people like comparing it to Bill Cosby? See what they want to do is like I said, we're in the those, those people clicks. Kind of like Hill just said though, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like if I if Bill Cosby told me I'm coming over here to read a script to try to get on a little show because my parents knew him, that's false. He, he misled me mm-hmm. thank, under false pretense. That thank is you, not Ken. the same as if I'm bringing a stripper. If I know if I'm bringing a stripper home, there's going to be an element. Like you said, that's not legal. I was fully trusting of Bill Cosby, trying yeah. to get on as as a networking. But, you know, and, and he offered me a drink, and I'm thinking it's safe to take. You feel me? And he's using, he's also using his power. Yeah, definitely. Bill Cosby he took has, advantage. Bill, Bill took Cosby advantage. has a certain level of power to lure the women in that he was using. The men, all you got to do is follow the laws, brother. Keep yeah. her at, keep, yeah. throw, throw, throw them ones in the club. And go home. And don't go touch. Home. <laughs> so go all, home. All, so all, these, all these brothers, you know, I feel bad for you if you post some pictures and say, hey, I spent the night with Cardi B and she did this. Hey. Yes. Part of hey. the game, my brother. It's, it's cold S- game. Smarten up. You win some. You lose some. You lose some. But you live. You live don't to ever fight another day. Don't ever drink that drink on the strip. <laughs> you live to fight another day, son. Mm-hmm. So, um... I yeah. know what I what I what I was just gonna kind of you know preface things before we got too much further. I know this week a lot of our fans have been wondering where the episode was they were looking for earlier in the week. We are going to start doing our weekend shows um, more often, so we'll be releasing them at the beginning of the week now, mm-hmm. not during the week. So just wanted to give y'all a heads up. So be on the lookout for those at the beginning of the week instead of in the middle of the week. Just a little heads up, a little bit of schedule change. Unfortunately, because some people. You know, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but look, if you knew, and this is your first that. time listening, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. We need all of that. Plus, we're going to keep you up to date, man. Go follow us on IG, Facebook. When he'll say the email at the end, send us the question so we can get your topic on the air. Hey, so to kind of go back to this Cardi thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without getting myself in trouble. Let's be clear. She's wrong. No, no yes. I mean, she, yes. she's see wrong. We're not about it. to sit here and advocate like, yeah, you know, we vouch she's, for like, it. But, I, but you knew what by, you was getting by, yourself into. Yeah, by, by no means am I saying if Cardi got caught doing this in the act at the time of it, that she shouldn't have faced consequences. Yeah, but definitely. at the end of the day, you know what? Hey. No harm, she, no foul. <laughs> she was... She was an up and coming. She was trying to make her, you know, make her money by any means necessary. And when you find your mark, you find the mark. And to be quite honest, there has been plenty of times off some Jameson nights coming from off the hookah Lord in Richmond. I won't say that I necessarily was with a stripper, but somebody could have got me for everything that was in my pocket, which was probably about like forty dollars in, in my car keys. But still. <laughs> You know what? At the end of the day, you got to be a little bit more prepared and a little bit aware of your surroundings because as a man, you're not going to get the same protections 
as a woman would, because there's not even anything written in the law where it says a man could be raped. So it's not that you could, you, and, and you can't be like, hey, That's she sad. did this to me and I'm, I'm, I was unaware. No, you just got to be, you got to be on your P's and Q's, brother. So a little bit of word and note, don't get caught slipping. You heard Davies when he wrote Keisha. Hey, better listen to part two. Because <laughs> you know you know what it is, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, chitty, 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 chitty. So, you know, we said we had another um, supporter question. Um, we got to talk about, um, what's his name, Rashad? Rashad Gary? Rashad um, Gary, yes. Oh, yeah, I've I, I been waiting to get to this one. Yeah, let's, man, let's, uh, let's do Michigan, that. the Michigan defensive end prospect, yeah. um, potential first-round pick. Um, he started his... Um, his own sports agency. Yes. Hold on. First, before we get started, shout out to my guy, Kurt, for this question. Yes, in sir. Kurt, we trust on Instagram. My guy, my spades partner, he he, he made us a lot of money <laughs> at AJ's Casino down in Petersburg. So I want to shout out to him before we get into this question. Go That's ahead. That's a good question, Kurt. Also, Also, my guy, Coach Ricky, he sent me this um, article as well. I was waiting for it when we got into our draft um, segment, segments. So... Both of them, shout out to uh, Kurt, shout out to Ricky. Y'all both sent us that, so we both going to hit y'all up. We're going to definitely talk about it right now. All right. I love so, it. Thank you. Why wouldn't I, I? I really believe that this is a great move by Rashawn Gary, and I love it that he's so young and he's doing it to really, really begin his career because we've always talked about football is that one sport where the players are really just pawns they don't have the control they are that replaceable commodity yeah. and i'm not, and i'm not saying that this is going to change the outlook for the football players but what i can say is i think it might the agents they really steer players and they steer their clients to certain places because they have those relationships now when you're a player and this is your agency you can bring in and you can start building those agencies and you can start cultivating your own crop of agents and really change the culture within how you are represented. And so I won't say that it's necessarily going to change certain things, but to kind of play devil advocate, what if when it comes time to negotiate these franchises start icing him out and pushing him away because they, they don't want to set this precedent of giving that player that power to, you know, come in, be in, in these meetings and really know the ins and outs of what these owners are thinking. Can I um, answer that part of it? Absolutely. Um, I think the beauty of it is, is he's positioned himself to already deal with that because he didn't just say like, I'm gonna just represent myself and be my own agent. He created an agency. Mm -hmm. So as him having a sports agency now, he can bring in a veteran sports agent to negotiate those same deals that you talk about. Oh, yeah, my company's young, but not the people doing the work for my company. So when we come to the negotiation table, we very well may have a legitimate veteran doing our first negotiations while we, learn the, mm -hmm. while we learn the ropes. Uh, and I just applaud him for doing his, his research. Um, I read one article where it said that... Um, him and his team, they they kind of like research how how Bron, you know, oh, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah. took control of his own situation, you know, because Bron has never had a traditional agent or anybody running him. Like everything has been his own people, and, and Rashad has the opportunity to do the same thing in the in the sport where nobody has basically unlocked it except for Kurt. Kurt is the most freest person that we've seen in football, right? 
And you know what? The yeah, one thing that Kirk the Cousins one, and yeah, the, this person he has the opportunity to reach that level maybe before that that window. You know that that football players got to maximize that. But one thing that I really do love about this move is this is not a temporary move because being a top athlete like he is mm-hmm. coming from the University of Michigan, his network is already large. Yeah, it so is. the average football player's career is what? 3.4 years, quote unquote. So Setting he made after school. He, he made he made this move to not only be in his career because you know what? Rashawn Gary could be a bust and be out of the league in a couple years. Yeah. But you know what? He still can get those Michigan players. He can still get those players that are coming from his high school, those top athletes, and all of that to really, really set himself up for the future. What you what you got to say, Hill? My bad. I think I for this to um for this to really branch off and um branch off branch off and <laughs> blossom because I want to say blossom. That's what happened. <laughs> for this to blossom properly, <laughs> he got a ball. I don't necessarily know he got a ball. To nah, be quite honest, because for for this for this to get to the forefront for it, where we wanted to get to for that it to get to help. the top, yes, go ahead and ball. And when he ball, yes. now all say because when you say they wanted when they blackball him, they don't want him to know the nuances of yeah. contracts and all uh-huh. that. If he's a baller, they gonna have to show him. They ain't got no choice. We gotta yeah. talk to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So what I would say is, yes, it would be great for him to ball, but to me, the first, the biggest and most important thing is who he signs next. Yeah. Because yes, he, yes, he can ball, but the person that he signs next, he got a ball. But that's because what, that means that means he's bringing someone else to the table. It's not that oh, I'm gonna bring Rashawn Gary from Rashawn Gary Sports to the table. I'm bringing such and such from Rashawn Gary but, Sports. But, but I think what Hill is yeah. saying is that in order for me to be somebody else to see him and want to sign with him, I'm at least gonna want to see him ball first and be successful first and then uh and just just I piggybacking disagree. real quick uh and, and it's cool because it, yeah. i mean it's just opinion yeah. uh but just piggybacking like how i was talking about how he him and his camp that had studied like the lebron, LeBron. situation yeah. and one thing that lebron said about um on the more than an athlete documentary is that he said out of all the stuff that him and his guys that uh randy uh, Mav, Mav and Rich have been able to do that because they branched out and those three guys have done a lot of things without Bron. But he said the one thing that has allowed them to do all that and allowed you know Bron to do that billion dollar plus deal with Nike is basketball mm-hmm. has been the forefront the entire way Absolutely. and making sure that Bron was being at the, his highest level because once Bron was at the highest level. Mm-hmm. It opened up all those doors and those possibilities. So I kind of agree with what Hill's saying. If, yeah. if Rashad comes in and balls, he can open up so many doors. But then I also agree with you, AJ, because if he doesn't, I think business-wise, you you already just set up. Like you said, he got the Michigan Network. You already set a foundation for you to at least yeah. be your own boss and not have to go and work for somebody else if you don't make it. But think and about, that, and then, but think right, about right. him. Think about um. Think about how Bron did it. Rich Paul didn't have any clients other than nope. uh, other than LeBron at yep. first. So he had the more yeah. Rich Paul. Yeah, but, but now what... all of a sudden, Clutch Sports is 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 one of the top sports agencies out here now. Because it took a while. Off and once they seen what Bron was doing, yep. they can see they be like, okay, 
Rich Paul actually know what he's he talking going. about. Yeah, yeah. Now let's go with let's start rocking with Clutch Sports. Because at first so, they didn't believe it. So now, Absolutely. like I said, I, this is I, I new for saying. this is new for him. So if he goes out there and he balls and he handles his business, now somebody can be like, okay, I want to follow this template. Everybody yeah. is like, it's, it's everything is a copycat league, yeah. basically. Absolutely. So, but if he balls, I'm just saying, if he balls, it'll be it'll take his it'll take his agency to the top where he wants. It'll to be go. ideal for him. Absolutely. And and that's not what I was saying that he could do it without balling. All I'm saying is, yes, it's, it, it would behoove you to go out there and, <laughs> and start balling, but it won't end your agent agency by not with, going I out agree balling. With that. Because I agree with if, you, right? if you can go out and get another top player and they actually last in the league and they actually go out and ball, then that and can you, work and, just the same. And you represent them well and you go out and negotiate them a big contract and they second and they second contract, yep. you will still get that. You know that that ball rolling because people are like, oh well, look, he may, he may not have balled, but he got such and such, and he got him to be the highest paid such and such going into his second contract or whatever. He negotiated him a, a good deal, etc. So it's not necessarily if you go out if you don't go out and ball, it's the end of your agency. It's really important that you can get that second client though. But the most I think because he can go out and ball, he can go out and ball and not get a second client. The most important thing, yeah. though, overall, is that he ain't paying nobody a percentage of his NFL checks. Keep it in house. He's the only well, person. You see what I'm well, saying? So that's why I, still pay I a say percentage. He, to him, he'll still to pay his, a percentage to his own agency. It should be right. But he'll, he'll still pay a pay, he'll still pay a percentage to his agent. The agent yeah. still got to get paid. Yeah, but but, but it will be a be part of his company. Keep, you see yeah, what I'm saying? It'll, so it'll like, still be under his umbrella. But yeah, he can still so it's like investing in yourself. So that's why I think him right now and Kirk Cousins, I think, have. Both of them have achieved something, and, and, and I can also throw in Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. Those four people have done groundbreaking things in the NFL that nobody has been able to do business-wise yet. But you know what? I don't care about none of those people. You know who the real GOAT is? Sam Bradford. <laughs> but that's just stealing, man. That's that's never going to happen again. They've put rules in place to stop him. So he you know, he, he so, was still making money after the after the, they did it. Yeah, because people kept believing like, in him, man. Surviving Sam Bradford. That's what we need to be. Like, that's that what we need to be. Oh my Should've god! Never, been made. never, never. Sam Bradford was out here doing highway robbery from the jump. From the jump. Like oh my god! And, and that's who Rashad need to get his agent onto that agency. Yeah, go get ASAP. go get Sam Bradford. Um, right here. Let me holler at you. Whatever whatever deal you sign, you the GOAT. You the real GOAT. Cause you kept getting multiple multiple deals. Like top notch deals. With trash players. That's yeah. it, it's it's sad, man. <laughs> little boys off in the bathroom. I ain't going Anyway, shout out to A five man. Yeah man. You um, how yeah. many years is this? It's a, it's a, it's a joke. <laughs> I can't. I can't add. for not knowing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he definitely is. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, Happy charter add. day. I can't, I can't add. Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, can try to give me the ad last week. No. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Bad, bad, bad. One of your students. <laughs> but look, you can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three man weave. Instagram three man weave underscore. You on Facebook three man weave. Email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Hi. Once again, as you can see, you hit us up with your questions. We're going to answer it. Yeah. So, Nigel, we definitely got you on Instagram with your question. Uh, you know, Cannon got you on air. We got yeah. you on Instagram. Either way, so some way we're going to find out how to answer your question. You ask, you ask us, 
We're going to answer it. Yes, we are. Three man we. We out, baby. We out. Packing the mail, it's gone. She like how I smell, cologne. Oh, yeah. Strong. Yeah. Then I'm going Palenka because Magic was your guy. Magic, you put your trust in Magic. You said he was going to do all of this and he was going to bring all these players in. So this is your guy that you put in trust. So you got to give him the brain. And then, bro, you the best. You the best out there. You that you that guy. So we got to give Bron his blame. Yeah. And Luke, you the coach, dog. Why you can't get everybody in line? <laughs> That's well well said, AJ. I'm going to piggyback right off of you. I'm going Magic number one, Rob number two, Bron number three, Luke number four. For slightly different reasons. Going Magic first and foremost because – the Lake Show brought you in to be the the face, to recruit players, to bring players in, to be the culture setter, the tone setter. And what you do, you bring in a player and let him do your job. So automatically, you got to get the blame for that. Mm. Rob, you are the GM, right? Rob is the GM? Yep. You getting the blame because you publicly – told the players on your team that I'll trade every single last one of you except for LeBron to get Anthony Davis. And that, my friend, is what caused a rift between the Lakers and LeBron. Now, I'm going to go Bron number three because, bro, I've been with you longer than Hill, longer than most people who are Laker fans. Bro, when are you going to stop and just play basketball? Because you always messing with the chemistry of the team. Let's go back and look at history. <laughs> Thank you, please. You begged them to get rid of Larry Hughes. You wanted Antoine Jameson. Then you didn't make the, then you lost when you got him because he just didn't fit. You go to Miami, you do the same thing. Shift this person out. Bring this person in. Okay, you got your chips there because you and Wade were young in your prime and Spo is was a was a good coach, you know, for, for you at the time. You come to Cleveland, you 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 ship the number one draft pick out. You had a chance to play with the number one draft pick. So they had two of them. They had you had Kyrie, you had Andrew Wiggins. And yourself, that would have been the first time in history three number one draft picks ever suited up on the same team. What you do? You don't even want to test that out, LeBron. Mm -hmm. You shipped him out. You didn't even want to see this man play. You shipped him out for Kevin Love. Kevin Love came in there and was not an offensive threat for you. Yeah, he did put up points and he did LeBron do LeBron is a terrible GM. Awful GM. And this is my thing. That's why I started with Magic because why are you letting someone else – do your job, Magic. Have some guts. Yes, he is LeBron. Yes, he is a big-time player. But the reason that the Lakers brought you in and asked you to recruit him because they thought that you could put this man in his place, something that, what's that foreign coach, David Black couldn't do mm -hmm. and Tyron Lue couldn't do, they thought that you would be able to do this. And what you do, go to his house, sell him a dream, and then – Act like you're in charge, but then what you do, let this man make all the decisions. You let this man collude with Anthony Davis doing or tamper with Anthony Davis during the season. As soon as he would have told me that, I would say, Bron, you're a player. Stop tampering. You're going to get us in trouble. 
don't do it. Nobody's checking Braun. Where are the checks and balances? And so, you know, that's my take is Magic, Rob Palenka, Braun, and then I go to coach because, Luke, your X's and O's have been horrible. Zubak damn near saved your season. I don't even curse on this daggone show. But Zubak was saving your season, and then you – Magic and Rob come in and get rid of him. It's like, okay, that's the one thing he got going without Braun is Zubop. Let me get rid of that too. And so, like, like Hill said, I'm new to the Lakers. And I and I committed to the Lakers when I came here. I said, I'm just not following Braun. I'm with the Lakers. And y'all disappointing me, man. But mm-hmm. I, I I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm here to the end because I'm a man of my word. I'm gonna stay. But dang, I feel like I'm in Cleveland. Y'all, y'all finished? I'm done. The number one got to be LeBron James. No. Number one got to be LeBron James. Number two got to be Luke Walton. Number three got to be Maddie Johnson. Number four got to be Rob Palenka. And when I say by when I say by Bron, don't get nothing don't get nothing twisted. Bron Ball. If you want to be realistic, the the Lakers' problem was injuries. I mean. So how? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going, keep oh, I, on. Let's oh, just, I, yeah. Because he let us talk. Yeah. I'm, my bad. When it came to LeBron, he hasn't, sw- like Brian said, he hasn't switched up nothing that he's done his whole career. You got to assess the roster. These are kids. The, 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 the core of this roster are young men. They're, they're young. You cannot pull this same veteran move you cannot, you cannot pull the same move that you've been doing your whole career on these kids. This They ruined their whole psyche. Mm-hmm. Like when you was on, when you was with Cleveland and you, you was begging, oh, we need a point guard. We need this. We need that. And you just publicly saying that, you had a veteran team. Yeah. These They've been professionals. Mm-hmm. They understand that, hey, I got to tune this stuff out and I got to go play. Yep. You dealing with kids over here. And you messing with their psyche. Yeah. And you ruin that. Totally. And, they all expendable. So, yeah. And like you said, we all know what time it is. Like you said, we want to blame. Like, okay, Magic. Magic is a happy-go-lucky guy. You know what I'm saying? His whole job was to bring superstars. Mm-hmm. His, he, he don't have nothing else. To bring superstars. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you get LeBron James in, the allure of a LeBron James just, it takes over. So you're like, okay, what what do I got to do to make him happy? What do I got to do to make this work? So you fold you fold yeah. under that. Yeah, he trying. So that's why I blame Brian the most. Like you look at his, you look at what he was doing, like like his passive aggressiveness again. You know, sending statements out I hate between you know aggressive but, people, man. You know, you know statements by you know his camp. Why oh, can't you just say it? You feel what I'm saying? He been doing this all year. Even when they was winning, he was throwing about, out. He I was throwing out stuff. Braun, so, and you like you said, you had to assess this team. I'm not saying I understand. Look, like I like I said, I wanted every. I wanted to do whatever you had to do to go get Anthony Davis. I understand, but the fallout in that when you miss, now you got to start catering to these dudes, dog. Like you, you hear what it is. Now, Luke. Let's go ahead and get the loop. First and foremost, it was it was quite simple 
how they built this roster. They gave you a plan on how they was building this roster. They wanted playmakers around. They wanted Braun off the ball. They wanted Braun less minutes. Mm-hmm. Less minutes, you figure you're going to get less minutes, you're going to get more Braun. Because he's not playing an ounce of defense, let's be honest. So, the the, the rotation that he was doing with, with, with certain people, like, it took injuries for him to figure out how to use to people. To even try to start Zubat. It took yeah. Zubat wasn't even playing until injuries occurred. Like you couldn't figure out how to how to play Rondo and Zoe. Like you didn't know how to play um, Kuzma and Hart. You didn't but, you didn't like you I didn't just, know what to do with this roster at all. And it, and it really wasn't that hard. You you was you the head coach. You supposed to walk in there like hey look, this is your role. This is what you are gonna do. And this is how we gonna play it. And it was that qu- but you never done that. But even after seeing what Zubat can do, you still you still ignore it. Hey, he was but he was all flustered all year. He didn't know what to do from the jump. His starting lineup from the jump was was iffy. Then after injuries occurred, he, he didn't know what to do. Iffy. Then the suspension happened. He didn't know what like he he didn't know what to do. He let every other action dictate all his moves instead of him dictating the moves. So you a culprit in all this. Definitely a cool so magic. And that's why. Go that's ahead. why for me personally, I, I've never, I've just always kind of questioned Luke Walton. I think Luke Walton got way more credit than he deserved when Steve Kerr was out with that back issue. We understand that. Yeah, I do. We understand yeah, that. We're not about to just. Yeah, like I just yeah, don't. We, I I just personally don't feel as if Luke Walton. I don't think he's an NBA coach, to be quite honest. Keep. I mean, we. I mean, hey, I'm all for second chances. I'm I'm definitely down for second chances, but what has he really proven to us to show that hey I'm yes right. you can coach you can right. coach the greatest team in the world hey but what like what are you able to do when things aren't going your way? Like I said, he done in L.A. We can go ahead and just wrap that up. I'm all for second chances. He get another second chance to redeem himself, show he can coach. If he hey he jacked that up hey hey assistant coach waiting for you mm. yeah um magic. Y'all can power this roster, and y'all told us, be like, hey, we're not going to beat the Warriors with shooting. Mm-hmm. You beat the Warriors by having playmakers, by making them defend all mm-hmm. positions, and by playmakers. And what we and and everybody like, okay, that's unconventional, but hey, let's try it. Let's try it because once again, I know AJ said, oh, what you do with Bron, you have shooters. We seen him with shooters and the last recent years. That hasn't won for him. Mm-mm. Now, when but he, but you're you going got, against but the you best th- shooting team. I'm about to say, but you got to think who he's going against. But, and so that's why Magic and them didn't want to do it. So I understand it, that. You cannot outshoot the best shooting team in the world. And you and and when everybody was healthy, y'all were the fourth seed. Yeah. I always said that. Brian gets hurt. Panic mode. It fell apart. So you mean to tell me Brian gets hurt, now all of a sudden we start losing – now all of a sudden, now the trade rumors just start going crazy. Now all of a sudden, you you don't get you, you just you don't get Anthony Davis. So then you just trade for Reggie Reggie Bullock. That's why I didn't understand, bro. Why are you trading for players that's not even playing right now? Re- they they Reggie Bullock playing? He's trash, bro. I ain't even talking about Bullock. Who's Former the guy son. that they trade? But then you trade. Who's the guy that they traded Zubac for? You trade Zubac for for Muscala. That's why I don't even know his name. He don't even play. 
Like and he played, Zubac he played, was playing. Was playing. But you panic, cause then all of a sudden, oh, let's go get some shooters. Let's go get some shooters, and and just try to do this thing. But and what happened speed. was, you gonna get shooters, That's and a, you let somebody. Why you think Luke Walton was number two? But why did this is my thing? This is why I put Magic first and Rob Palinka. Why did you let somebody come and offer you a deal for Zubac and you didn't understand what was happening? He understood what was happening. This and dude is supposedly a shooter. Supposedly a shooter. How can you supposedly be a shooter if you don't get on the floor? Who's number two on my list? Luke Walton. So this is my thing. Even Magic and Rob could say, Luke, put this man on. Lord, now I'm you do it. Put this man on the floor. Are you done? Put this man oh. on the floor. You traded oh, Zubac for him. He done. Zubac he done. was getting buckets. Yes. You better put his replacement. But this is my thing. Y'all replaced him. Don't even put it on Luke. It should have just been Zubac for him to put out there, man. Hey. You confusing a, a young coach. Like AJ said, we crowned him to we we, cr- we crowned him to he is a young coach. Oh, he because definitely young coach. He just been coaching Steve Kerr's team. Then we crowned him acting like he's a Phil Jackson of his time. Cause he, cause he had stuff in them. He was who we thought he was, and we and let, let him off the hook. Sorry, Diamond. Go ahead. But, but give, her, but give but, her a shout out. But I mean, she gonna get it. <laughs> when we get to Bron, Bron done the same thing his whole entire career, yep. and it didn't work, and it ruined everything. And it was a trickle down effect. He ruined the morale of the team. Every time he ruined he the psyche of the team. He ruined everything. So everybody panicked. Rob panic, Magic panic, Luke panic, everybody panic. And when you a leader of the team, you're supposed to bring everybody together. And all you really did was spread everybody more apart. And on top of that, you're not even playing defense. Like, you're not doing none of the little things that you're asking everybody else to do. All you're doing is stat, you know what I'm saying, stuff in the stat sheet and then making it seem for your your core fans and make it seem like, oh, Bron's still balling. What everybody else doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't. When I see Bron getting the 27 points, I'm not impressed because what always made me a Bron fan is my whole or his whole career and me following him is the fact that he played both sides of the ball. And I'm yeah. not saying that he always been the best on ball defender because he's not. But the effort has always been there. Like even if you did get past Bron. He was going to try to stop you once you did get past him. I'm seeing people blow past him, and he's not even turning around. Has he had a um, a come back, come from behind block this whole season? That hey, we've been that not, we've not been known re- for him to not do? Not that I can remember. Okay. okay. Can I interrupt everyone? We got some breaking news that just came down from some NFL free agency. Yes, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> really, really, really big signing. Blake Bortles to the St. Louis Rams. I mean, the Los Angeles Rams. We on all major podcast platforms. <laughs> you know, you can catch us on Facebook, Three Man Weave, uh-huh. Instagram, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Blake Bortles is with the Rams. You lucky. Breaking news. You lucky. Why Why did they go so hard for him? I have no idea, bro. Why like, they was him? they Why was pre- once he got cut, they was pressed for that's like the only team he visited. I I literally I put this on everything. I thought Blake Borders was gonna start next year in the AAF. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Because let's let's be real. Before we get out of here, let's be real. He had a team, not this year, but the year before, that could have went, went to, to the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. And what was he doing with it? Throwing tricking it, dirt balls, tricking it. Mm-hmm. Got a tricking wide open check down, dirt. <laughs> I thought you was going to the AAF. We out. <laughs> All major platforms, baby. <laughs>